Yes, Lord, you are alive. We serve a God that is not dead. You rose from the dead, O oh Lord, as you promised. You said in three days, you said, turn down this temple and in three days, I will raise it back again. People never know, never knew what you meant by those words. But what you really meant is that in three days, you will rose from the grave. Telling everybody that you're God. So here, Lord, this morning we are sumasamba kami, Lord, sa isang buhay na Diyos. And because of that, Lord, our lives are vibrant. We are alive. Salamat for what you have done for us and what we have learned from you, Lord, so that habang kami namumuhay, Lord, dito sa mundong ibabaw, ay magkakaroon kami, Lord, ng kalakasan, hindi lang, Lord, sa aming mga physical na pangangatawan, kundi kasama, Lord, yung aming spiritual, Lord, na buhay. Without which, Lord, ay hindi kami magiging victorious sa lahat-lahat, Lord, ng mga pagsubok, sa lahat-lahat, Lord, ng mga temptations, and even, Lord, mga dagok sa buhay. We know that you're alive. And today, we will know deeper what is the implication, Lord, of your raising from the dead after three days. For two Sundays, Lord, ay marami kaming natutunan. But we pray, Father, that today, our learning will become deeper. That our faith will be theologically sound. That our faith, Lord, will not just be superficial. Na hindi lang yung nandun lang, manipis. Help us, Lord, to make it thicker. Help us, Lord, to make it deeper. So that when we, when we are, Lord, outside of the sanctuary, when we are scattered as a small church, daladala namin, Lord, ang inyong muling pagkabuhay. At daladala namin, Lord, sa aming mga buhay. Ang sabi nga ng isang pastor, na yung buhay namin, Lord, ay maging isang audio-visual life that will become an audio-visual Christian nakikita sa aming mga buhay. So Lord, help us. This morning, we know Lord that you have something in store for us. And when we go deeper, Lord, in our studies, and even Lord, as we go deeper, Lord, in our learning, we know it, it's harder. It becomes harder. But you have promised na ikaw yun magtuturo sa amin. Ang iyong banal na espiritu ang magbubukas ng aming mga isipan upang maintindihan namin, Lord, ang inyong mga salita. It may be heavy and hard to understand, but your Holy Spirit, Lord, will open up our understanding. So, Holy Spirit, this morning, we know that you are here with us. Open up our minds and our hearts and our eyes so that our faith will be stronger so that our understanding, Lord, will be deeper. Yes, our God is alive and He, He is alive. 
And as we sit down at your feet this morning, we, we pray, Father, to accept our focus and our attention. So Lord, speak to us through your servant. He is sinful like the rest. But Lord, before, because of your grace and your mercy, you'll make him, Lord, nakarapat-dapat na magbigay ng inyong mga salita sa umagang ito. So yes, as we sit down at your feet today, this morning, speak to us and your servants, Lord, we listen. This is our prayer. And everybody will say, Amen and Amen. Palakpakan natin muli ating Panginoon. Let me now be seated. Salamat sa ating uh, praise and worship team. Thank you for uh, giving us those songs. It has really prepared us for this uh, message this morning. So, good morning sa lahat. Tapikin mo ang inyong katabi. Ako'y natutuwa at ikaw'y naririto sa umagang ito. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's so nice to see each other on a Sunday, right? So, yes, good morning sa ating lahat. Uh, today is Sunday again. And uh, naririto tayong lahat upang sumamba at makinig sa mga salita ng ating buhay na Diyos. Nasa third Sunday na tayo ng ating series na sa buwan ng Abril na may temang The Resurrection and Its Important Implications. Okay? Ang pagkabuhay ng Panginoong Iso Kristo at ang napaka-importante yung kahulugan nito sa ating mga buhay, mga implikasyon. Pero bakit nga ba? Why is it important? Why is the, apart from what we have just heard from the last three Sundays, bakit important, importante sa atin ang pagkabuhay na maguli ng Panginoong Kristo. What does it tell about us? Or what does it tell about the Lord Jesus Christ? You see, ito yung katotohanan. Yung kanyang pagkabuhay na maguli ay nagbago, it changed everything on how we approach God. Kung paano tayo, paano ba sa Tagalog yung approach? Kung paano tayo dumulog sa Panginoon? On how we approach God. Actually, it even changed Nagbago din yung ating perspective as far as worship is concerned. The resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ has changed the perspective, our perspective, or the perspective of everybody about worship. It all began nung Sunday morning na yan. It, you know, when His resurrection revived the failing faith of His disciples. In Pastor Mel's He is Alive message, he were, we were told na the Lord Jesus rose from the dead from the grave and revive the failing faith of his disciples on the first day of the week so big sabihin nagbago yung approach natin sa Panginoon sa Diyos nagbago rin yung ating the way that we hold our worship it's all no it's now on the first day of the week sunday the sundays with the lord is meant to revive ourselves from the cares of this life and then on nakaraang sunday the message that was given to us was that we were given a new perspective in life. We met a guy named Cleopas. And then of course, natalan natin si Peter. Although yung pangalang Thomas, we never heard in the messages in the previous Sundays, he was, his name was not mentioned, but we knew that the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ gives us meaning in life, gives us direction, 
and gives us an opportunity to start over again no matter what our circumstances are. Remember Cleopas? Remember Peter? And of course, Thomas, although his name was mentioned in our messages in the last Sundays, but their lives were given meaning, they were given direction, and of course, they were given the opportunity to start over again. Amen? So if it was given to them, the same para sa ating lahat. So pwede nating matawag na yung mga natutunan natin noong mga nakaraang mga linggo ay mga practical applications of, about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as I've said in my prayer a while ago, today, let us go deeper. Now, I've struggled when I was preparing in this message because this is something that is theological. I have mga resources, but I struggled on how to, on how to chop it into more understandable, ibig sabihin in layman's term. Ang sabi nga, there is more to it than meets the eye. Okay? Merong pang mas deeper na kahulugan ang pagkabuhay na mag-uli ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. Hindi lang para sa ating mga nananampalataya, kundi sa lahat ng mga tao na hindi pa nakakilala sa Kanya. And when we have this kind of understanding, we will have, magkakaroon tayo ng uh, Confidence and assurance in, our, in ourselves when we share the gospel because we know and we have a strong understanding of our faith. You see, this morning, ang title ng ating uh, mensahe is The Ever-Living One. At ang katotohanan dito, mga kapatid, has tremendous benefit to all of us. Merong tremendous na beneficios about isa sa atin. So this is the title of our of our message this morning taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 7 verses 17 to 25. But allow me to go back to verse 11 of the same chapter. So I would like you to stand up in reverence to the word of God again. Sorry po. And I would like you to open your Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 7 verse 11 to 25. The book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 11 to 25. So just follow me silently as I read the verses. Okay? So when you're ready, verse 11 says, If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come? One in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron. For when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. He of whom these things are said belong to a different tribe, and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar. For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah, and in regard to that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. And what we have said is even more clear if another priest like Melchizedek appears. One who has become a priest not on the basis of, reg of a regulation as to his ancestry, but on the basis of the power of an indestructible, indestructible life. For it is declared, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Verse 18, the former regulation is set aside because it was weak and useless. 
for the law made nothing perfect, and a better hope is introduced by which we draw near to God. And it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath. But he became a priest with an oath when God said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Now there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. Ang lalim, no? Let's all be seated. Thanks God for reading of his word. I just would like to emphasize yung verse 24 and 25. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. Simulat sa pulpaman, mga kapatid, dinahanap na ng tao ang Diyos sa iba't ibang pamamaraan. Do you agree with me? May kanya-kanyang pamamaraan ng tao. Because ang sabi nga, it is ingrained in the heart of man to search and to look for God. So may kanya-kanyang pamamaraan. At ang pinaka-popular na pamamaraan ay sa pamamagitan ng relihiyon. Okay? Religion has been man's way to gain acceptance to God. Remember that. Ever since, religion has been man's way to gain, gain acceptance to God. At ginagamit ng tao ang relihiyon to become good enough and to become acceptable sa Diyos. They used religion to become good enough para maging mabuti and maging acceptable at katanggap-tanggap sa Diyos. And within religion, tatlong bagay ang nabuo upang matulungan ang tao sa kanyang paghahanap ng fellowship or pakikisama at magkaroon ng relasyon sa Diyos. There are three things. Number one, law or batas o kautusan. Okay? Meron talagang uh, sinusunod. There is a law or there is that batas o mga kautusan na dapat sundin. And then of course, sacrifice or slash offering. Yung mga ritual na ginagawa. Okay? Merong ritual ang bawat relihiyon, whether we deny it or not. Okay? And then of course, pangatlo, priesthood. Yung pagkapari or yung tagapanguna. Siya yung nangunguna. When there's worship, siya yung nangunguna kung anong dapat gawin. Okay? So every religion has its own law. Merong kanya-kanyang batas na sinusunod. As long na ang taong ito ay sinusunod yung batas na yon, he's good. So they think and they thought to be acceptable to God. As long na sundin lang yung batas. But every time that he breaks it, he becomes unacceptable to God. Pagka sinuway yung kautusan na yan, unacceptable ka na. Kaya then this where sin comes. Para sa kanila nagkasala ako. So nagiging guilty ako. Therefore, kailangan kong gumawa ng sakripisyo. There are some that, you know, they count the number of good things that they do versus the number of bad things that they have committed. The more good things, the lesser the bad things, I'm okay. You understand? 
That's what they call sacrifice. And then they will try to find a substitute to take away yung guilt na yan, may substitute. Yung iba, pardon me by saying this, but buti na lang walang nanglupulod sa atin dito na naglalakad galing doon papunta rito. Okay? So this is what I meant. Kasi guilty. So they do that. Right? So to be, a comp- to be able to accomplish yung dalawang bagay na law tsaka sacrifice, yung offering, yung ba- dalawang bagay, there should be someone to be able na magturo sa kanila doon sa mga kautusan. And of course, the one that will lead them in the sacrifice. Hence, kailangan merong pari. There is a need for a priest. Okay? Or someone that is considered to be close to God. Kaya yung phrase na, especially sa mga leaders or mga pastors, yung lagi sinasabing, ipag-pray mo ako, pastor, o ipag-pray mo ako, father, kasi ang lapit mo sa Panginoon. Tama ba yun? Because this is the concept. Someone that is nearer to God. So, ang mangyari dito, the priest will become the mediator between man and God. Siya yung namamagitan. Para siyang yung abogado. Okay? So that the sinning person will be absolved of his sins. Para yung kanyang kasalanan ay mapawalang sala siya. That's the role of the priest. He is the mediator between God and man. Siya yung nagiging parang attorney at law. Right? So, this is what makes all the big religion and even all the religion or the major religion in the world similar. Magkapare-pareho. Magkakaiba lang siguro yung style ng ano, but there's law, there is sacrifice, and there is priesthood. Magkakapare-pareha. But alam natin mga kapatid that nobody can perfectly obey the law. Kung meron man yan dito na perfectly obey the law, sasaludo ako sa'yo. Nobody. And sacrifice, pagpatuloy natin ginagawa yun, it can become cumbersome. Yung uh, parang hindi na siya totoo, cumbersome, and expensive in the long term. Kasi in the case of the Jews, they have to buy animals for their sacrifice. Sa atin naman, sa modern times ngayon, maraming mga types na sakripisyo, mayroong mga tinatawag na you have to pay for it so that your sins will be absolved. It's expensive. Right? So, and just like us, yung mga pare or mga pastor na katulad namin, we also commit sin. And so, ang nangyari dito, we make sacrifices, in case lang, no? But I don't make sacrifices. We make sacrifices for their own sins. Ganun ang ginagawa ng mga pare of the old. So, mga kapatid, doon sa introduction, nung kanyang sariling study of the book of Hebrews, yung ating, uh, our own Dr. Averil Aragon, he wrote, and I quote, doon sa unang-unang niya, yung kanyang pinabi talaga, Today, we hear a cacophony of voices persuading us to believe this and to buy that. We hear and read a lot of fake news in media. But it is settling to know that we are that we have a sure word because God has spoken. Now, kung ito lang yung babasahin natin, magkakaroon tayo ng konting uh, kalituhan. We'll be perplexed. But yes, this is what makes the Christian worldview unique 
and distinct from other worldviews. Ito yung nagsiseparate sa atin sa ibang mga katuruan or sa ibang mga worldviews. Because for us in the Judeo-Christian belief, God revealed Himself to His people through the Bible. That's why ang lahat ng katuruan natin ay based kung anong meron sa Biblia because this is our firm belief. Our faith is based on what is in the Bible. Amen? Anything that is outside of the teaching of the Bible is fake. Kaya we hear a lot of cacophony. Ibig sabihin, paikot-ikot. But here, God revealed to us through His words. So dito nag-i-emerge ngayon mga kapatid ang major difference between the Christian worldview, yung ating pananampalataya, and the rest of the major religions. Verse 11 of Hebrews 7 is very profound when it comes to the subject of priesthood, to the subject of sacrifice, and to the subject of the law. Very, very profound and very clear. Let me read this to you. If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come? Bakit tao kailangan pang merong pare na isa na darating kung na-achieve na yung perfection with the priesthood? At meron pang nilagay na kulatilya in the order of Melchizedek, not in the order of Aaron. Alam natin na in the Old Testament, all the priests comes from the tribe of Levi. And Aaron was the, the first high priest. You can find that in Numbers. You can find that in the book of Numbers. All the law. Right? But merong binanggit dito, pangalang Melchizedek. Now, if I have to paraphrase this verse into Pilipino, ganito ang magiging kalalabasan. Kung ang pagiging ganap ay makakamtan sa pamamagitan ng mga pare, bakit kinakailangan pa ilumitaw na ibang pare na ayon sa pagkapare ni Melchizedek? Note that name, Melchizedek. Sino nga ba si Melchizedek? Who is he? You see, his name appeared three times only in the Bible. Tatlong beses lang na lumabas sa Biblia ang pangalang Melchizedek. Briefly, first in Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 to 20. Ito yung time na he blessed Abraham when Abraham won the war against those united kingdoms. He brought bread and he blessed Abraham. At pangalawa na it was mentioned was in Psalm 110.4. At pinakamahabang explanation of who he was is here in our text. Actually, it started in Hebrews chapter 6 and of course the whole of chapter 7. You see the Bible described Melchizedek as the king of Salem. Yan yun to, ha? Melchizedek. He is described in the Bible as the king of Salem. He is the priest of God most high. Without mother, without father. Without genealogy, walang family tree. He is without beginning. Without end. And resembling the son of God. This is Melchizedek. He's the king of Salem, priest of God, Mosai, without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning, without end. And he resembles as the son of God. 
His name, ang ibig sabihin ng kanyang pangalan is King of Righteousness. Melchizedek means King of Righteousness. At yung King of Salem, it means King of Peace. So, mga kapatid, tingnan nyo, ha? Before yung law ng tithes was given, you can read that in Deuteronomy and in Numbers. Before, di, di ba may law ng tithes and every 10% kailangan ibigay natin? And I hope that we're still following it today. Why? Because even before that law of the tithes was given, Abraham gave him a tenth of his plunder. Doon sa Genesis chapter 14, nagbigay si Abraham ng tent ng kanyang plunder out of his victory of the United Kingdoms of those kings. Wala pang law before that time. But he gave, he worshipped the priest named Melchizedek. You see, because Melchizedek, as the Bible says, he is a priest forever. Forever. Walang katapusan yung kanyang pagiging pare. Now, the author of the book of Hebrews, ito yung kanyang sinabi. Just think how great he was. Isipin mo kapatid kung gaano siya ka-great, gaano siya, paano ba i-translate sa Tagalog yung great, tanyag, whatever. Ha? Ga, tama ba dakila? Gaano siya kadakila? How great this man is. You see, the priesthood comes only from the tribe of Levi, as I mentioned before. At yung kanilang pagiging pare is because of the regulation cemented by law. But si Melchizedek was not. Hindi siya under the law. So kung merong pang isang pare that will come in the order of Melchizedek, then merong pagbabago sa batas, dapat yung law ay dapat baguhin. It is klarong-klaro mga kapatid that the Lord Jesus Christ belonged to the tribe of Judah. Remember in our Sunday school? na the Messiah will come from the tribe of Judah. That's why there merong genealogy doon sa Matthew chapter 1. And of course, may mahabahabang genealogy doon sa Luke chapter 1 to trace that the Lord Jesus Christ really came from the tribe of Judah. But in the tribe of Judah, never na mention na merong pare. Walang pare. So that's why may pagbabago ngayon sa law. This is what I'm talking about, that our approach to God will change. And the law is being changed. So ang sabi ng author ng Hebrews dun sa verse 16, sabi dun, he, the Lord has become a priest not on the basis of a regulation as to his ancestry, but on the basis of the power of an indestructible life. Indestructible life. The basis of the power of indestructible life. And verse 17 said, For it is declared, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So sa pamamagitan ng Panginoong Kristo nagkaroon ng malaking pagbabago sa pamamaraan natin mga kapatid, sa paglapit natin sa Diyos Ama. It changed our approach on how we approach God. The Bible tells us that Christ is the greater high priest. And because of that, the way to God is now changed forever. Nagbago. Hindi na katulad kung ano yung nakasanayan natin o nakasanayan ng sangkatuhan. That they have to, to obey something. They have to obey the laws and follow it to the dot. And when they commit sins, and they, you know, they will make a sacrifice. And then the priest will lead them. 
it changed now, nagbago na. Yung oath ng pagiging pare ng Panginoong Heso Kristo came from God and not from the law. Kaya ito, this was illustrated in the historical event of Melchizedek. He was a king. He was a priest. He was greater priest than Abraham. He was an eternal priest. At yung kanyang pagiging priest ay superior because it was based on lineage or genealogy. His priesthood was not based on law. Hindi sa batas. The priesthood is based on the power of an indestructible and endless life. You see, paulit-ulit yung indestructible and endless life. This is what we meant when the Lord said, when we said that the Lord is the everlasting or the ever-living God. Kasi lahat ng mga nakaraang mga pare, they all died. They cannot continue to perform their duties to be man's mediator. You see? Lahat ng mga pare, nangamatay sila lahat. Kasi, and then, since they're all dead, hindi nila maipagpapatuloy yung kanilang pagiging mediator between man and God. They cannot continue to become the abogado. Christ's resurrection and His being alive again, and when He sit down at the right hand of God, makes Him not only the greater high priest, but also the perfect high priest. Perfect. Walang blemish. Walang dumi. Walang lahat. Cannot sin. He doesn't have to sacrifice for his own sin because he cannot sin. That's why he is the perfect high priest. Why? Bakit sa maging perfect high priest? Number one, because he is alive forever. Tandaan natin yan mga kapatid. This is, ito yung ating pinangahawakan. Pag sinabi natin he is alive forever, meron siyang endless life. Verse 16. Endless life. Verse 24 says, He continues forever. Tuloy-tuloy. And again, in verse 24, it was mentioned again that He has an unchangeable priesthood. Hindi nagbabago, hindi mababago, at hindi kayang, hindi maaring baguhin yung kanyang pagiging pare. Verse 25, He ever lives. He lives forever and ever. And verse 28, He is consecrated forevermore. Ano ba ang implication nito sa atin? Yes, He is alive forever. But what is the implication to this sa atin? This is where we become, we learn deeper, mga kapatid. But we'll try to make it more chewable on our part kasi mahirap yung mga bagay na pinag-uusapan natin ngayon because this is theological. This is doctrinal. This is something that all of us should have in our hearts. Kaya kailangan ang sabi sa Book of Hebrews, Tapos na yung time na kumakain tayo ng gatas. We have to eat solid food. Amen? Solid food is hard to chew. But it can make you feel. It can feel you better than milk. Amen? So that's why ito ngayon. Ano bang implication if he lives forever? So what? If he's unchangeable priesthood, so what? If he ever lives, Why? What is it for me? Anong benefit sa akin? Oh, mga kapatid. Number two, He is alive forever and because of that, He is always available to intercede. Available to intercede on our behalf. 
He is the only priest that will live forever to intercede on our behalf. Siya ngayon yung abogado natin between man and God. He sits at the right hand of the Father. Now, maring tanungin nyo ako, Brother Dan, tapos na ang trabaho ng Panginoon Yesu Cristo as far as salvation is concerned. Correct. Alam natin that the Lord's work to secure our salvation was already completed on the cross. When He was hanging there, He mentioned, He shouted, It is finished. John chapter 19, verse 30. Tapos na. Yes. But His care for all of us will never be finished. Hindi siya matatapos. It will never end. You see, mga kapatid, realistically, hindi siya bumalik sa langit para mag R&R. Tapos na eh. Di ba yun na lang yung ginagawa? Pagtapos na yung trabaho, relax na tayo. Amen? Nakatingin ako sa mga teacher. Kasi mga teacher, pagtapos na yung paggagawa ng mga ano yan, ah, ang sarap ng buhay, sarap ng pagpapahinga. Here, it's not. Hindi siya bumalik sa langit para mag-arinar, para mag-rest and recreation, to take a break bilang pastol natin, bilang shepherd. No, he did not. Alam kasi ng Diyos na lahat tayo ay fickle. Alam niyo yung fickle? Pabago-bago? He knows that our thinking, our heart, our mind, and even our actions, it's fickle, it changes from time to time, and we are swayed from the waves of sin from there, from here to there. And so, ang ginagawa ng Panginoon Kristo para sa atin, He intercedes to the Father on our behalf. He intercedes on our behalf. Alam niyo yung kanyang intercession? Yung intercession ng Panginoong Iso Kristo sa atin, He guarantees our salvation na hindi i-void ng Ama. Alam niyo yun? Meron kang certification, pero somebody said, no, this is not correct, this is fake, I have to void it. Pawalang bisa. That's what we meant by voiding. But His intercession there guarantees that our salvation is not voided by the Father. Because from time to time, we sin. Ito yung napag-usapan namin ni Ezra when I talked to him about his faith. Or with Kirk. Because they don't know. So I explained to them. Kasi sabi na, how could I go to heaven when every day I sin? This is the answer. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, good. But His resurrection seals your salvation because pagdating dito, He intercedes to the Father and said, Akin yan, Ama, he, you gave them to me. So, akin yan, I died for Him or I died for her. This is yung kanyang intercession. In fact, write it down in your notes. There is a very profound intercessory prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ did before He died. John chapter 17. Take that note and read that when you go back. John chapter 17. It is an intercessory prayer. Wala pa tayo, hindi pa tayo natataon, hindi pa tayo sinisilang, pinag-pray na tayo ng Panginoong Jesus. That's what intercession is all about. It is the longest prayer He made before He was arrested. Now, Gusto ko lang klaruhin kasi baka siguro pinipicture out niya doon kung paano siya nagpipli, paano siya nag-intercede sa atin. 
You see, yung intercession na ginagawa ng Panginoon Yesu Christ, hindi sa yung He was begging na humihingi ng awa sa Panginoong Diyos na, Lord, please, huwag mo siyang ganito. No, it's not that. Not that way. Don't take that thick picture out from your mind. Just like what the ceremonies of the priest that we, they did before na talagang humaharap and then, no, it's not that way. His death on the cross and our faith in Him is enough. Yung kanyang sakripisyo, yung kanyang pagkamatay sa cross, at yung ating pananampalataya sa Panginoon Kristo is enough. He will only, siguro, this is my only word, this is not in the Bible, siguro siyempre magkatabi sila. So nag-uusap sila. Ano nangyari rito? Lord, Father, I died for Him. Just like that. And there is more. Tandaan nyo ito ha. Wala man ni isa. No one. No one intercedes for us to the Father except the Lord Jesus Christ. Kung meron mang magtuturo sa atin na merong iba na mag-intercede para sa atin maliban sa Panginoon Kristo, they're liars. No one intercedes for man except the Lord Jesus Christ. Walang iba. The Bible is very clear about that. Okay? No other human being does that for us. Only the Lord Jesus Christ. Kaya nga yung prayer natin, every prayer, our every prayer is ended, always ended up in the name. We pray in Jesus' name or in Jesus' name we pray. Because it was the Lord Jesus Christ mismo nang sabi, no one comes to the Father except through me. Klarong klaro yan. No one comes to the Father except to me. No one claimed that phrase with confidence and assurance but Christ. Okay, yung kanyang work of redemption, ko na, tapos na sa cross. It was already done in the cross. Pero yung kanyang work of intercession, patuloy, it continues 2,000 years ago up to now. And it will be forever. His work of intercession continues up to this day. Ang ibig sabihin nito mga kapatid, Ang ibig sabihin nito, ang practical application nito mga kapatid is that we do not face temptation alone. Can you tell your seatmate, yung taong sa katabi mo, hindi ka nag-iisa? Yes! Ang practical application when the Lord intercedes on our behalf is that we do not face temptation alone. We do not face trials alone. When we stumble, He is there to pick us up. Amen? And when we sin, pag tayo'y nagkakasala, you see mga kapatid, paglabas pa lang natin dito, mamaya, sa lahat ng mga nagdadrive, I'm sure, o sa lahat ng tatawid na hindi nagbibigay yung jeep or yung dilaw or whatever it is. Yes! This is why the Lord is always interceding for us because He knows that we are fickle and this is the implication of His resurrection. When we sin, He is there to intercede because He is, alam nyo kung anong other name niya, He is not just the perfect high priest. He is our great defender. Can I hear an amen to that? Yes. See, that's why 
That's why nung sinabi ko nung karang Sunday, pag meron akong problema, well, meron takot. Pero there is that confidence because I am not alone. Every time the Lord whispers to the Father, strengthen Him, Lord. Because He intercedes. We are not alone. So kung yung pakiramdam mo ngayon, you are alone in your life, mga kapatid, himungi ka ng tawad sa Panginoon. Because our God, our Lord Jesus Christ, He intercedes. And this is the hope that we have na wala sa ibang major religion. This is what separates us from the rest. Naalala ko palagi sinasabi ni Pastor Melvin. We were talking about when, when our, when, when Kirk was still young and you know, you know who, alam nyo, hindi ko na-elaborate. And every time that we talk, and of course si Pastor Melvin, meron din siyang problema kay, Anyway, ang lagi niyang sinasabi sa akin, and it really, nandito sa aking isipan, Brad, we have hope. Don't lose hope. Because this is what separates us from the rest. And he was right. Now I look at my sons today, wow, never imagined magiging ganun pa rin pala sila. Ay, na, joke lang, joke lang. Yes. Because we have hope. And this is the implication of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are not alone. Say it loud. We are not alone. He has already saved us from the penalty of sin. Correct. But He has to save us 24 by 7 from the power of sin. That's what intercession is all about. 24 hours, continues, forever. Kaya he was commissioned to become the priest forever. To intercede for us 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. And again and again and again. Lastly, being the perfect priest, Jesus is able to save us to the uttermost. Ito, mga kapatid, is very important. Verse 25, doon sa Amplified Bible, very clear. Sabi doon, Therefore, He is able also to save forever, completely, perfectly, for eternity. Kaya hindi siya tumitigil ng pag-intercede 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 52 weeks a year. Tama ba? 365 days a year. Tuloy-tuloy because He wants us to be completely, perfectly saved forever, forever and ever. It means that Jesus Christ presents us to God as perfect. He presents us in His height, His righteousness as perfected forever. Therefore, sa Panginoon so Kristo, dahil He makes intercession for us, and because He stands before God, nakatayo sa harap ng Panginoon as the perfect and eternal sacrifice for our sins, we become acceptable to God. Even if paglabas natin doon, magkakasala ulit tayo. You see? Klaro na mga kapatid? Kaya panghawakan yung ating pananampaltaya. Amen? Yes! He saves us from sin, death, next slide, and condemnation. Ilistan nyo na lang. 
He saves us to live with God eternally. John 3.16, Romans 8.39. And He saves us to be the citizens of the new heaven and earth. We're running out of time. But yes, you can review this. Nakarecord yung ating... Kayo po na nanonood at nagsumasamba sa amin. Yes, this is very clear. He saves us to be the citizens of the new heaven and earth. Lastly, ito yung lagi kong look forward. He saves us to rule and reign over the universe. Kasama siya right along with Him throughout all of eternity. Isn't that wonderful? Ngayon, kailangan mo ng telescopio, powerful lenses to see the universe. But time will come that you will rule and reign over the universe and you'll see the beauty of creation. Isn't that awesome? Ah, sa akin, kung hindi awesome sa inyo, sa akin, alam nyo, ang dream ko, maging isang astronomer. Kasi doon sa bukid namin, walang ilaw sa gabi. Di sobrang pitch dark. You can appreciate the universe. You see the stars. Kaya sa amin doon, yun our time, there's a deeper meaning of that kiddie song, Twinkle, Twinkle. Meron! Dito sa syudad, wala. Kasi may ikita mo, streetlights. Nagtitwinkle lang streetlights pag nagpipail yung power. But doon sa amin, since walang streetlights, walang elektrisidad, nung awas sila boy, you can appreciate the beauty of the skies at night. Ngayon, wala na tayong time to look at it. Amen? Ewan ko lang yung mga taga doon sa, sa Iram. Sana nakikita nyo yun. And remember this. Remember this. He saves us to rule and reign over the universe right along with Him throughout all of eternity. I look forward to that. I don't know sa inyo. Masarap buhay dito sa Pilipinas. Ah, sa Pilipinas. Masarap buhay dito sa, sa mundo. Yes. Pag you have all the resources. But even if you have all the resources, living in life here in the world, in the world is not, it's not that easy. You still have problems. But this one, aha, I don't know, pero sa akin, something to look forward to. Now, one very important before we end. Yes, He's alive forever. He intercedes for us and He is able to save us all throughout. Please remember this. He only saves those who come to God through Him. Remember this. He only saves those who come to God through Him. Wala. Because He has said, no one comes to the Father except through me. Lahat tayo, when we come to God, we have to come to God. We are not to curse God. We are not to deny God. We are not to neglect God. We are not to ignore God. Or rebel against God. Or reject God. Wala naman siguro sa atin dito na ini-ignore, no? Siguro sometimes, we neglect. Or, right? But yes, we are to come to God. But we are to come to God by Jesus Christ. No one else. Again, I will tell this. I will repeat it again. Walang ibang namamagitan sa atin between man and God but the Lord Jesus Christ. So you only pray to the mediator. That's why in every prayer that we do, we end it up with in Jesus' name we pray. Because He intercedes for us. It's never in Dante's name we pray. It's never in Ryan's name we pray. It's never 
In Ong's name, no. In Jesus' name we pray because He is the only mediator between God and man. Amen? Walang iba mga kapatid. Now, Jesus Christ alone can make intercession for man. Only the Son of God Himself stands before God. He is the perfect and eternal high priest. He is our great defender. And only He can save man to the uttermost. Therefore, a person must come to God through Him and Him alone. Kayo po na accidentally na nakapag-worship sa amin sa umagang ito. Yes, the Lord Jesus Christ only saves those who goes to God through Him. That's why every person, lahat tayo, must come to God through Him and Him alone. In closing, I would like you to jot this down. This is my key takeaway that I would like to share to you. That the resurrection of Christ guarantees our salvation because He is there, seated on the right hand of God, interceding for us as our perfect high priest. And He does it. He does it continuously without rest. Let's bow down our heads in prayer. Lord, salamat sa inyong mensahe sa umagang ito. My prayer, Lord, that it has become clear to all of us. I saw the seeds, O oh Lord. Let it grow in the hearts of your people. But then this morning, Father, we have heard a deeper one as far as the implications of your resurrection is concerned. Next Sunday, Lord, we will hear a message about the ascension when your son, Jesus Christ, went up to heaven. Salamat, because today, this morning, you have opened up our hearts and our mind, Lord, to understand a deeper meaning of the implications of the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, from the dead. Salamat din, Lord, for protecting me this morning. Last night and on the way here, Lord, I was really coughing profusely. But for the past 30, 40 minutes, you kept me, Lord, from coughing and delivered your message, Lord, with fervor. Salamat on that, Panginoong Jesus Christo. And Lord, may it be that your words, Lord, will, will remain in our hearts. That our hearts, Lord, will become full of our understanding and wisdom, Lord. Heavenly wisdom and heavenly understanding. So that in every time that we encounter trials and temptations and testings and storms in life, we will always be reminded that our God, the God that we serve, is ever alive, interceding on our behalf. Salamat, salamat Lord, for again reassuring us that we are not alone. Thank you. We give you back the glory and honor in the matchless name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And everybody will say, 
Amen and Amen. In response to God's message this morning, I invite each and every one of us to stand up and sing with me.
seated po. aside the tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine, and olive oil. In the first burn of your heads, herds, and flocks, in the presence of the Lord your God at the place, He will choose as a dwelling for His name, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. At this time around, we invite everyone to give their tithes and offering. And again, for those who are worshiping with us online, you can still support our church uh, via bank transfer into our Union Bank account. The, the account name is Alliance Bible Christian Church, and the account number is 001-0100-11240. And para po sa ating mga nandito sa simbahan, you can all proceed and give your tithes and offering to po sa ating offering box. to stand and let us all pray for the tithes and offering. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we glorify you again this morning. And again, Lord, we are grateful and we're thankful, Lord God, for all the blessings that you've given us, Father God. Thank you for sustaining us with your grace, Father. And Lord, use this for your glory and for your kingdom. Maraming maraming salamat, Lord, sa lahat. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning po again, ABCC family. Ayan. that we are blessed sa message ni ng ating Panginoon sa ating sa umagang ito. And also, good morning for those who are worshiping with us online. We hope that all of you are doing well. And for our announcement, um, again, our live stream worship will still continue every Sunday, 9am, via Facebook Live and YouTube. So please do, um, sa mga di pa po subscribe and follow sa ating Facebook page and YouTube channel, please do, so that you all will be notified and be updated sa ating mga ipoposin for our live stream. And also, um, every, every Wednesday, we will be having our prayer service, and that will be um, 6 p.m. via Zoom. Again, uh, the Zoom link will be sent to our group page and group chats beforehand, so please be updated sa ating, mga, sa ating updates for our prayer service. And our life group, uh, that will be um, in accordance with your life group facilitator. Please coordinate with your life group, life group leaders Um, for now po, dapat po um, every Sunday siya after our service, but I think we will be having again our um, Class 101 after the service. So, just communicate with your life group leaders if, if kailan po ay pre para po ma-proceed po tayo sa ating life groups. 
And also, we invite everyone, if um, wala naman po kayong gagawin, please be a member and join our Class 101 that every, every Sunday after the worship service. And for our birthday celebrants for this week, happy, happy birthday kay Alia Andrea Del Pozo that will be on um, April 24. And on 28 is si Sister Rosalyn Diano. So please do greet them a happy, happy birthday sa nilang special day. Wala na pong ibang announcements. So, Pastor Dante, ako sa inyo. And before I pray, uh, please continue to pray for us. Uh, the, the week that will come, itong week na to, is our 57th General Assembly na gaganapin doon sa Bacolod. It will be on April, April 25 hanggang 29. So si Pastor Ryan and I will depart on Tuesday morning para punta kami ng Bacolod. So kindly pray for our safe travel, not just for us, but for all the pastors and leaders that will be Attending, there are close to about 3,300, if I'm not mistaken, uh, delegates that will be going to Bacolod next week or this week. So continue to pray for us, of course, for provision and safety. And of course, enjoy namin yung time doon that we will have nababauni namin pawi dito next Sunday yung mga learnings na matutunan namin doon because we have a very um, prolific speaker that we're invited, that's invited to be part of uh, the main speaker natin doon. Yeah, so let's all stand up. Okay. Lord, salamat sa umagang ito. Marami po kaming natutunan na what Lord ay Ma-store namin yun sa aming mga puso. Ma-remember namin, Lord, ang lahat ng mga narinig namin sa umagang ito. Nagpapasalamat kami, Lord, sa teknolohiya. Dahil ngayon, Lord, ay wala na kaming rason na hindi namin maalala yung mga bagay na aming natutunan dahil ang mga mensahe na naririto Every Sundays, Lord, I recorded sa YouTube at saka sa Facebook ng aming Facebook page. And every time, Lord, that we feel that we are weak, we can hear your message again through this technology. Salamat din sa inyong mga salita dahil hindi... Your words, Lord, never fails. Your words always gives us strength. And I know, Father, that coming here, some of us are bringing with them the cares of their life, the cares of life, of life. Some of us have burdens, Lord, that have been there for so many days or have been there, Lord, for so long. Some of us came here, Lord, with a lot of cares in our mind, in our minds. But you have assured us today that no matter how heavy yung aming daladala, no matter how worried and afraid we are, no matter how scared 
and how unsure we are, we have a God that intercedes for us in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Salamat for strengthening us so that this week we have a renewed strength. This week we have something, Lord, to bring with us to give us, Lord, assurance and confidence that whatever we do, nandiyan ka, kasama namin. Salamat for everything that you have done and what we're going to do. Amen, Lord, we pray sa darating na General Assembly ng Christian and Missionary Alliance Churches of the Philippines ngayong linggong ito sa Bacolod City. We pray, Lord, na ang inyong mga lingkod dito, Lord, sa inyong bahay-sambahan sa ABCC will be safe and well provided sa pagpunta namin doon. Si Pastor Ryan, ako, si Pastor Mel will be going there ahead of us tomorrow. And si Pastora Agnes is already there, Lord, because she's a member of our NBOT. So Lord, just keep us safe and yung mga provision ninyo, Lord, ay sana matang- matanggap din namin. Not, not, not just kami, Lord, but the other delegates, Lord, of this convention, of this General Assembly. And we pray, Father, don't ever let the devil or the enemy, Lord, be in that General Assembly. May your Holy Spirit be the driving force in that General Assembly. May your Holy Spirit, Lord, will give comfort to those who have gripes in their hearts. And may the Holy Spirit, Lord, will be the controlling force in that General Assembly. That after five days, Lord, we'll be restrengthened. That all of us, Lord, all your pastors, all your ministers, and Lord, lay leaders, will become inspired and retired, Lord, for the ministry. Allow us, Lord, to come back here on Sunday with renewed strength, with vigor, to serve you, Lord, in the ministry of this church. When I pray, Lord, sa aming bishop, si Bishop Ed Cahes, to give him divine wisdom, Lord, as he leads the proceeding. And all, Lord, ng kanyang kasamahan, Lord, sa NBOT, and even, Lord, sa kanyang mga kasamahang mga leaders, Lord, ng aming minamahal na kamako. There will be 3,500 churches, Lord, that will be represented there in Bacolod. May it be, Father, that all the pastors that will be there, when they come back, the churches, Lord, will become alive more for your word and for your ministry and for the gospel. We will always remember, Lord, the term Kamakop, the name Kamakop, Christian and Missionary Alliance Churches of the Philippines. Our mission, Lord, is to preach the gospel. And that is really, Lord, the meaning and the reason, Lord, why we will be there this week. And for all of us and nandito, at sa lahat, Lord, na hindi namin kasama ngayon dito, at sa lahat ng sumasamba na kasama naman, naman, namin ngayon, Lord, online, Lord, may your blessing, may your strengthening, may your grace, and your mercy, Lord, be with us all. Salamat, Lord, this is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody will say, 
the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace mga kapatid tapos na ang ating panambahan dalhin ninyo ang blessing at mercy at pag-ibig ng Panginoon wherever you go this week salamat good morning sa lahat